0: Hello and welcome to the Low Code Podcast. I'm Feroz Khan from iTrack, and we are the Global specialist in OutSystems Recruitment. With this podcast, our aim is to increase awareness and appreciation of OutSystems and its impact and benefits to the market, and our early adoption is giving competitive edge to businesses worldwide. During our podcast, myself and my colleague, Sushil Chohan, will be speaking to IT leaders and OutSystems MVPs on how OutSystems has transformed their businesses and careers, we also hope that by speaking to MVPs on their career journeys, we can inspire developers from all over the world to learn from others who have already been on the path. So let's go. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Low Code Podcast. Today my guest is Daniel Kuhlman from the Netherlands, Art Systems MVP and Software Development Lead at Product League. How are you,
1: Daniel? Hey, Faros, Thank you. Yeah, very good. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for... Um being being part of the podcast it's um great to have you um you're you're in the netherlands at the moment i see you you mentioned in a very nice hotel um o- overseeing with a nice view
1: yeah indeed, indeed. yeah we're two days uh, in a hotel talking a lot of things on uh, you know a lot of changes in the company going on and uh, perfect use a hotel to do that and i'm uh, having a nice overview of all of utrecht from uh, the top floor
0: that's really nice is it a nice day there today or
1: yeah, it, well, it's a. I think it's a good day to stay in the office. It's a bit okay. of gray. Yeah, it's yeah. Really fine. sunny. Yeah.
0: Well, um, we we'll, we just tend to, you know, we'll, we'll start off with just kind of um find out a bit about yourself, a bit about your background. That would be good. Yeah.
1: yeah okay. So, uh, yeah, my name is Daniel Koelman. I live in Die Hague. That's on the, for people that don't know the Netherlands, that's on the west coast, you know, on the on the seaside. Um, live there with my girlfriend. We like to walk on the seaside, you know, as much as possible. I work in Utrecht, which is like a one-hour commute at Product League as a software development manager. And Product League is an OutSystems partner. Yeah, so uh, let's start. Where, how, how did I get into OutSystems or in okay. software development? Yeah. I can start either way, going backwards. Yeah, or it'd be good to
0: um, start from the beginning, you know, how you kind yeah, of um, okay. chose the career you chose. And- yeah.
1: So, well, the, the real beginning is that I started learning coding when I was 10. Wow. My father was building a computer, and that's how I got in, in touch with wow. computers. And, uh, and when I was about 15, 16, he started a computer shop. That was in the time that the, like, in end of the 70s, beginning 80s, when the IBM PC came, and, you know, small companies would start using a computer to do their yeah. bookkeeping. And uh, so he had a shop there, and I was helping out. I was studying totally different things. And but yeah, I like to do you know work with computers. Yeah. Not just programming, but just you know, installing software, helping people. And and that's kind of how uh, I rolled into IT. Yeah. Then I started to look for some schooling to, to be a developer. And at that time there were not that many options. So, you know, I could get a COBOL developer. That was like the only thing I could find that yeah. at that time. And I enrolled in that program. That was like a half-year ramp up to be a COBOL programmer and then have a traineeship at the traineeship at a customer uh, yep. at a company and uh, and that's how I uh, you know started my IT career oh. pretty early i think i was not even 18 when i started wow. professionally programming wow. so i was like the, the baby programmer at that yeah, company yeah, yeah. everybody was like 30 years older
0: yeah you were the young uh, guy
1: coming along yeah i was yeah the young guy and now i'm now i'm the old guy
0: <laughs> <laughs> at least at one point you could say you were the young guy
1: yeah, and uh, yeah, from day one, actually, my in, in my traineeship there, I needed to code a program generator. Uh, so it actually was even written in COBOL to generate some COBOL code. So, you know, you're taking that to fast forward to our systems, you know, they do it like on large scale. It's yeah. a program generator in the end. And, and I think that was like a red line through my whole career to always mm-hmm. look at you know how can we automate the programming how can we you know cut away the boring tasks how can we speed up the sure. development it has never me- been my interest to you know to dive you know to in the code or in the machine and understand the machine it's always sure. about you know i need to fix a problem and i want to do it as fast as, as, possible. Quick as
0: possible yeah gotcha yeah
1: so uh, and yeah i've done a lot of stuff i think uh, somewhere halfway through my career it it was the microsoft stack Mm-hmm. And from there, up to out systems, I was doing like everything around Microsoft. And yeah. Yeah. over the years, they had a lot of technology. I used to do Visual Basic in the beginning, later like it was C Sharp. And, you know, then it's the Azure stuff. And yeah. A lot of technology. And then in the end, I uh, think 2018, no, 2008, mm-hmm. I got introduced to our systems. I was working at a company as a contractor and I was part of a meeting they showed out systems and I was like well I don't know what this is but that doesn't sound something where you can build software with yeah sure and I kind of you know it was that meeting and I didn't pay attention to it until 2015
0: wow long time it came
1: again on on you know across my path again yeah. And i think by ta- by that time it was more mature and also yeah, in the on the documentation available for yourself to dive into it and learn more about it and i did and i i, I, I think I instantly fell in love with it yeah because it was so simple yeah. it was so simple to understand and full stack front and back end all in one uh, very opinionated so you don't have like 10 20 options to do something you know there's one way to do it fast and then you can do it also maybe less fast but you know anything that's not it's still possible. Yeah. So that's what I really like. It's simple. And that makes it easy for people to learn and, and start using it.
0: So, so when it came in front of you again in 2015, what kind of steps did you take to kind of move into the Yeah, actually, it system? took about
1: two years before I started having a professional career. So I was working as a contractor for a long yeah. time and, you know, building up a career over the sure. years, you know, and so you get hired for what you know. Yes. Not for what you like to learn. Yeah, that's, yeah, of course, so that's yeah. the thing. So you need to find the opportunity and you need to be a bit of a, have a bit of a luck. So in 2016, uh, an ex-colleague of mine from years way back contacted me, like, hey, I saw you were I saw you, see you are on the community and mm. you know you're doing something with our systems. So and we started talking and he was, he started a small art systems partner yeah. uh, company in the Netherlands and he said, Well, maybe you want to join me. And he knew me from way back, so you know what he would... You know. He
0: knows what you can do, yeah.
1: Yeah, so he knew I didn't know it, but he also knew I would be very quickly, be, you know... Born be... up to speed on it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, and then, well, okay, we worked it out, and then somewhere in 2017, I started working at uh, the Isengard Solution. It was a small art systems partner in the Netherlands. Yep. And uh, we grew with a few guys that know about software development in general and about our systems and taking a lot of people... Uh, uh, on board, not having an IT background, fresh from university, wow. you know they study whatever kind of science, but don't find a job in it or don't want to. Yeah, and look for you know a cool way to start a career, and IT is one of them. Sure. So we onboarded a lot of people with no IT background, and we had one rule: after in your probation period of one month, you need to have your first certificate. And at that time, there was not yet reactive. It was the first traditional yeah, developer, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, sure. It was like the, the, the deal. You fix yeah. that, and then you get a contract. Yeah. And we gave them proper training, and I think that worked out pretty cool at that time. You know, you saw people to be very fast uh, to be able to work in a project and mm-hmm. deliver and uh, good work. So I think that's a pretty cool part of our systems. You know, yeah, that is really
0: again. good.
1: It's not only about fast coding. It's also mm-hmm. about learning it fast, you know, the, so yeah. the ramp up period to, for somebody to be to be uh, useful in a project is short.
0: Yeah, and I think um, it also, like you said, these guys didn't have IT backgrounds and they still managed to pick it up and, you know, learn yeah, it. Yeah,
1: of course, so I, I, I sometimes say it's like the developer 2.0, you know, Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Code. yeah. And obviously w- along the road, they learn about HTML, CSS and mm-hmm. JavaScript, less less quicker or maybe less people will learn more about C-Sharp to extend sure. our systems. But they can deliver a lot of things and don't need all the other things. It doesn't mean that the the all the high-tech knowledge, high-code uh, knowledge and all the stuff that people have uh, isn't valuable. That's definitely yeah, yeah. that's value to, to your company or to your project mm-hmm. to have that knowledge there. But not everybody needs to have that.
0: Yeah, so... Sure. And um, w- when you were hiring these kind of graduates, did you have like, um, were they all non-IT or were there some IT kind of people?
1: Well, yeah, so so some most of them did some things like data analytics as okay. part okay. of their study. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they did a bit of coding, but yeah, that's still, you know, that's like the basics. Uh, yeah. Very little, but none of them did anything about low code or
0: uh, yeah. so. And was this in around 2017-18, is it? 2017-18, okay. yes. And then um,
1: 2019, uh, we joined a bigger company, did some bigger projects, and, you know, it grew faster. Yeah, sure. Somewhere along the time, I decided to make a move. And, you know, mm. for me, it wasn't a fit. Yeah, you sure. Know, I think it did great things, but for me, it didn't work out that much more. And and I got in contact at Migamelo at, uh, yeah. at Product and uh, yeah that was an easy easy talk and yeah yeah sure and the rest is history yeah
0: and you know at that time you know when you when you've kind of first moved into it um how was kind of out systems in the netherlands its presence because in some countries it's it's quite you know um yeah set, so settles. i think
1: i th- i think i joined when it started so i i I joined around the time when also was the next step in the Netherlands, yes, which yeah. to me was a really great event. I've been in Microsoft events and it's yeah. like all, all male and it's very techy and yeah, yeah. you know, there's a certain vibe, but going to the next step in 2007 in the Netherlands, that was like a totally different experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: It's awesome. And um, so it was already really, for me, I was like, okay, this is like bigger than I thought. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, I thought I, I found something that I like, but yeah. that next step, 2007, was for me, okay, this is, there's a big potential. And yeah, I think every yeah. next step since then, like the 2018, 19, yeah. I think they doubled. Yeah, it's in, bigger. Yeah. And attended. So I think in the Netherlands, yeah, it's really, it's big. Yeah. Yeah. Portugal and the Netherlands. Uh, yeah, exactly, and, in and Europe, yeah other areas like like uh, the APEC countries are coming yes, up yep. you know and Singapore's have,
0: got a big um, kind of yeah and, and India down. because you have high yeah.
1: population so yeah by nature also a lot of IT people yeah,
0: yeah sure yeah it was quite disappointing for us because we went to attend Next Step uh, last year in the Netherlands and we had everything ready to go and then you know it ended up being yeah. vir- virtual <laughs> so it was a bit disappointing but we look yeah forward that's to- yeah, it's a
1: different vibe, yeah. Yeah,
0: I think this year is going to be
1: virtual as well.
0: Again, yeah, in November, yeah, so, yeah.
1: but hopefully, let, let's hope for next year. Yeah, let's exactly,
0: exactly. exactly. And, um, you know, the reason I asked about the, you know, kind of how things were in out systems in the Netherlands was, did you, do you find even now, you know, you're a lead, so you obviously speak to candidates at, at, all the time. Um, mm-hmm. Do you kind of find that there's more non-out systems developers out there who have heard about systems in in netherlands like is there more of a presence
1: i think so i think you know the news is low code is all over the news because yeah. it's not only our systems you see microsoft amazon yeah. uh, google to a little lesser extent yeah. and other. you know everybody calls yeah. whatever they do now low code or no yeah. code yeah, because, uh, you know it's popular to jump on this bandwagon so there's a lot of notion you know, a lot of it in, in 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 the news. You know, in the mm. in the IT news. So yeah. I, I would say people know about it. Uh, yeah, and people there will people will have an opinion about it without knowing it really. Oh. You know, like you know, this is still fun stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the non-critical stuff, or it's not enterprise ready. And sure. But I would just say them will just try it out. You know, yeah. there's no reason to try it out. It's for yeah. free to try out. And and all the
0: trainings on the website as well, isn't
1: it? Yeah, it's the tool you can try out for free. The training is for free. Um, So there's really not a reason to to get a real opinion by trying it out rather than just have an opinion without looking at it. Um, Yeah, me, I personally, I always look for, I'm always interested in new stuff. I also look at the other technologies. You know, you cannot do everything, of course, but you can be interested and try to understand. Know what the position is in the market, yeah, and, uh, and and see what you can do with it. uh But yeah, there are people that will, you know, always love to stick to C sharp, yeah, 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 or, or what else, C plus plus or whatever, or Java, yeah, yeah you know, and that's cool. You know, there's enough work to do. Yeah, yeah of there's course, yeah,
0: there's, there's enough positions out there to cover that. And
1: honestly, I also like to do some high code now and then, but that's like yeah. you know, hobby. Yeah, <laughs> <Not> okay. <professionally. laughs> Just to keep your
0: skills up to date as well. It's always yeah, exactly. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to. And um, so yeah, because obviously you started out systems a lot later, even though you heard from it, you heard of it a long time ago. So you 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 became from, from someone who started working with out systems, you became an MVP quite fast in that kind of process. Yeah. How did that kind of um
1: so how did that happen? Yeah, so um yeah, I, I'm, I'm like a person that likes to do self study. You know, I don't yeah. put me in a class with people. I just like to go in my own pace. Yeah. And look for the things that I like. You know, I'll, I'll tend to watch your videos like in 1.5 or two point speed because it's going too slow. <laughs> and you cannot do that in a classroom setting. <laughs> yeah, sure. So I started learning it. And um, I'm also the geek that in the past would like read the manual you know, from first to the last page. <laughs> well. So I go through everything. <laughs> But that's how you learn. Fast. Yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. And, um, but then I used the forum. I, I, I you know, I, I noticed quickly that the community yes. is really live and active. Yeah. And I, I I, dropped questions there. I got answers. And then I thought, well, OK, it's also a way to learn the platform and learn areas where you don't have your direct interest by trying to help somebody. Mm-hmm. So that's what I actually started doing. I tried to help people, and I picked out the questions well, you know, obviously, if I knew the answer, I would just drop the yeah, answer. Sure. But most of the time, I wasn't that uh, knowledgeable yet. Sure. I would look like, for, okay, this seems to be an interesting thing. Let me see if I can understand the problem and if I have a solution. Have the solution, yeah. I, so it's like a win-win. I'll learn something and the other person yeah, learns something. Sure. That's how I started doing it. And yeah. uh, no, that helped me to, to learn quicker, more mm-hmm. than just doing my work. Yeah. yeah and uh, that's how it started and uh, that worked out good and yeah it's also you know maybe due to where you are like in your career i, I like to help
0: yeah you know, yeah that's great.
1: Yeah, that's uh, it's also in our company i like to be the man i'm not like the line manager that tells you what to do yeah, yeah it's yeah. more like you have a problem i try to help you yeah, and fix yeah.
0: it for you try and kind of mentor exactly. and support yeah that's great yeah, yeah because um yeah the community is obviously a really big advantage for our systems i think and yeah, so it's I good that there's people. Awesome. There's good. There's people like you who enjoy it so much that you're willing to kind of put your time in there to help. Others. Yeah, and it's
1: not only not me. It's, it's a yeah. lot of people, yeah. uh, and it's not even it doesn't even stop with the MVPs or the yeah. champions. There's like people just doing this. And, yeah.
0: You know. And um, you know, from from when you've used it, I know obviously there's it, it's forever kind of evolving, and there's new things coming up all the time. Um, not sure if you remember much of 2008 compared to 2015, but do you kind of know um, like what version was it at 2008?
1: And yeah, to be you? honest, I don't know because I had this like this one presentation. I thought like, what the? And you weren't that bothered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it didn't resonate at that yeah, time. Yeah, uh, yeah, no. yeah. So and when I, I think, uh, yeah, so when I started working, I started actually with version 10. So that's not okay. even that long ago. Yeah, it's not and long when time. I tried it out in 2015, I think that was then 8 or 9, yeah, I don't know, yeah, yeah. to be honest, I'm, I, I, I don't know anyone. Yeah,
0: yeah, sure. Yeah. And um, at that time when you kind of thought, okay, yeah, I like it, what was your kind of, uh, was there anything, any particular features? Was it mainly because obviously the front end, okay. back end and aspect of it? No.
1: I think it's for me, uh, I think so, you know, why our system it depends on, you know, whether if it's for, from the perspective of a company yeah. or whatever, but for me personally, as a developer, I think, still think I'm a developer, although my title doesn't say it. Yeah, sure. um Is the experience the yeah. developer experience? Um, you know, I had no problem finding in this tool everything I needed instantly. It does it fast and easy. It does, you know, the, just the typing that it, you know, suggests stuff. You know, most uh, any So my initial period was like, okay, I have to do this, this, this. Oh wait, what? It already happened.
0: You know, this
1: experience like, you know, stuff happening while you think you have to do it yourself. Uh, uh, So, yeah, I think that 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 was the thing for me. I had projects that I did high code that I translated to learn out systems, you know, systems. And, you know, it was amazing how fast I could do that. Mm. The experience is awesome. Um, Debugging a mobile application connected to your device, even with an iPhone, uh, you know, things were, for me, so much more easier than what I was used to. Yeah, yeah. I really liked it.
0: And did you, you know, I don't know if you're involved in any of these processes, but, you know, since you've been kind of working with it, have you been in any situations where you you or the company are pitching for a customer who is obviously looking at non-low-code and low-code solutions? And kind of how, yeah. did that, how did that go?
1: Yeah, I've been in uh, one big... Uh, Poc to prove that we could do uh, solve a, a big data processing problem, so processing massive amount of data fast and scalable uh, without changing the application architecture. And where we started that with with architects on the company side, IT yeah. architects very critical. And I think you know, not even halfway through the poc, they already like turned around 180 degrees. Wow. uh have them on board and but you always have people that are critical but it's i think most of the time based on the fact of lacking knowledge you know and when you start talking to them and you show stuff and have a discussion you know it's it's not that difficult to turn people around
0: yeah
1: and obviously odd Sisters is not for everything i would you know i wouldn't think you want to make a 3d shooter game with it you know yes yeah, 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 sure. you no know, it's it's for enterprise applications yeah, that's yeah. what it's meant for yeah, and uh, so it's not—it doesn't fit every every problem that you want to fix. Mm. But for what it is intended for, I think it's not it's too great. difficult it's to explain it to people.
0: Yeah, and have you found since um, the pandemic, uh, there's been a bigger bigger need for low code and out systems and you know requirements from customers.
1: Well, uh, yes, yeah, so. At Product League, where I work now, definitely have a lot of retailers as customers. So, you know, yeah. you, and food retailers. So these companies didn't slow down in the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, they got busy. Uh, yeah, so yeah. we, yeah, definitely we, uh, we, as a company, grew during this period a lot. Yeah. yeah. But I can, yeah, there's definitely different other branches of within IT or, or, or you know, totally other, other things other companies that have problems during this period
0: uh, not us yeah that's good that's great yeah we found you know during the pandemic there was a lot of customers looking for developers you know globally and we
1: already were looking for them before yeah i know know. yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just you know there's there's a forever need and there's a shortage (laughs) everywhere um you know, in, in regards to the platform itself, uh, since you've been kind of using it, what, what has been your kind of, you know, your personal, you know, kind of key things you think they've released that for you, you've thought, oh, yeah, that's that's great. That's really good. Well, so
1: was, in the period that I really started with it, yeah. it uh, they released mobile. I, yep. I, think, uh, I think that was awesome.
0: Mm.
1: Um, so for me, that uh, was a big thing. Um, the builders, that they are really, you know, where they that start The workflow with.
0: builder and... Um...
1: Yeah, so I see I see why this is done. Mm. Um, but, you know, they fit a specific purpose that's not fitting in the work we do right yeah. now. Yeah, so, but I can understand that there are companies where this fits and works. So I, I fully understand that. It makes sense to do this. You know there's this no code movement also, and yes. you want to embrace that somehow, but also be able to move from no code to low code, yeah. And that's where the builders, you know, where the builders are, are yeah. made for. So, I fully understand that, but yeah, it's not something that we work on really actively, yeah. So, um, reactive web, of course, makes building web applications easier, so that I think it's a good step forward, but it also comes with. With new challenges, you know, True. mostly about security, because you know, a lot of the logic is client side. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but definitely, it's 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 you know the the way to move forward. Um, yeah. For me, for me, uh, it's more important. It's not about all the new things that they introduce. It's more about that whatever we build now, or what that we built a few years ago, or people even you know long before I started with our system building version eight, seven, or five. Yeah can still work automatically or with minor changes in the latest version sure. so the investment you do in this application that you build and in the in the in the in the in the training and knowledge that you need to achieve to build application without it, it it doesn't it stays valuable sure. much longer than high technology for example with Microsoft i know that at a company i worked i had like five different visual studio instances just to support all the different types of technology that were not supported in the latest version
0: anymore.
1: And so the technology changes there, like every three, four years, there's like the new big thing, like now everybody needs to use this. And then three years later it's discontinued and you need to learn something else from a personal perspective to learn all these new technology, you know, you need to relearn, relearn. Otherwise, if you don't do, you put yourself out of the market from the company perspective to invest and reinvest again and again to keep your application portfolio up and running—it's also a challenge. Yeah, I think without systems, abstracting all the the platform, the the generated code into a local model, you know, helps there, because I'm less depending on you know relearning a complete new language every three years, and I'm less depending on our systems deciding to move away from the stack underneath that they generate sure. to something else. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's uh, the big benefit that I see for me and for companies yeah. that need, yeah. to, yeah. need to use our systems.
0: That's great. Um, and, you know, one one thing we, I like to ask everybody is kind of, you know, um, for someone who at one point was skeptical, um, what would kind of be your message to developers out there or even non-developers who are thinking about Low-code and out systems. What would be your kind of message to them about, you know, um, giving it, giving it a go?
1: Yeah, well, you know, what if 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 time is not a limitation for you, you should not have an excuse to try it out. You know, just try it out. You can pretty quickly make a, a real opinion about it, what you think it is. And I, I would say for people that have no IT background, you have interest in in becoming a software developer, it's, it's a really fun way. To to start, you know, you don't need like a year or more ramp up to become a very proficient developer, it can go faster. So, um, and there's lots of opportunities. So, um, you know, we're looking for these people.
0: (laughs) Yeah, definitely.
1: (laughs) And 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 for the people that have experience. So I think the... What I noticed, and we did training and 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 coaching people to come from Oracle developer become an outsystems sure. developer. So I think there it's really about motivation and opportunity. So the motivation is, um, are you interested in becoming an outsystems developer, or is it because you know your boss tells you, hey, yeah, I don't yeah. have that much Oracle work, and we, we we see this local thing is important. I want you to become to this.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So what? So. It's about choices there. You sure. know. Do you have a choice? Is it your personal choice? Mm. Because if it's an instance instinctive motivation, yeah, I think it's not a problem. If you have a long career in high code, career in high code to become an out system developer, I did it myself too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's you know, if you like to learn new stuff, and you're open to it, and you want to, uh, you know don't try to high code in low code you know, that's yeah, like sure, a, a, yeah. a, bad, a, a bad pattern that you sometimes see that you stick to what you know and try to mimic it. And that's like a struggle people then sometimes have. So if you can, you know, forget about what you knew and just start learning something Stop fresh.
0: New. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then you need the opportunity, of course. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I struggle with it for a few years to find yeah. an opportunity. Yeah, Others, yeah. You know, because the boss says they can do, you know, I would say seize the opportunity. Yeah. You know, yeah. So sure. uh, embrace yeah. it. Uh, you know, and if it's nothing, you still have your experience as a high yeah. code rank and exactly, yeah, yeah.
0: I think a lot of people, were, yeah, and I think a lot of people during the, I noticed in the kind of first three months of the pandemic, lots of people on LinkedIn were getting certified because they had a bit more time to, um,
1: yeah, also learn. because the certification was for free for, yeah, a that's period. true,
0: yes, yes, it was, yeah, Just it was.
1: if if you are not, if your if your boss is not paying it, then that's definitely, of yeah, it's it's a, nice it's a good thing, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, kind of a final question I wanted to ask you was. Um, when you switched because you've obviously worked for other companies you've been a contractor you know you've you've worked on other technology when you when you switched over to out systems and your ex-colleagues or anybody saw that did anybody kind of say oh look you know what's this and what do you think like was there anyone that kind of joined with you or decided you kind of guided to that
1: no i think yeah not a lot of uh, people kind of understand these things yeah. uh, it was so. I, I was even though I was doing high code stuff. I did work with tools that you know that would generate code. Sure. I, I worked a lot in 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 the with a product configurator. So software by which you can easily make like a product configurator. So they were generating code already. So sure. yeah. So if I explain to them like you know low code is just a uh, development environment which generates code. You know it's pretty easy to explain to them what it does. Yeah. So. Sure. Any developer knows yeah. what is a code generator. Yeah. So yeah, no people understand it. Uh, people are interested. They are surprised, you know. You can have it. You know, have make a, a career and a living with it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, and even more surprised if I tell them how fast we are growing. And, yeah, like, yeah. and This is big business. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, people are surprised by that. But
0: uh, yeah, there's definitely a not, greater awareness now.
1: It's getting more common and common. I would say. Yeah,
0: yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you for your time, Daniel. It was great to talk to you. Um, Yeah, thank you for your time. It was really useful. Um, And look forward to maybe catching up in the Netherlands one day at the next step, hopefully. Yeah, that Um, would be awesome. I I can't wait for a
1: real real event. Yeah, yeah, it
0: would be be great. Um, I'm assuming they're going to always have them in the Netherlands for the European ones. Um,
1: Yeah, I, I don't know if it always was in the Netherlands, you know.
0: I think the, the last one was, I don't know before that, but I think the last one yeah. was in Netherlands, wasn't it? And then, yeah, the last
1: few ones, were, the, but yeah. they were also like in other countries. I yeah, think, yeah. In Lisbon and in the States. Yeah, and the so. States
0: for different um,
1: regions. Yeah. So yeah.
0: our okay. plan is to hopefully attend them all um, at one point. So let's see. Great. Well, thank you for your time, Daniel, and we'll catch up soon.
1: Okay, thank you. Yes,
0: thank you. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of the Low Code Podcast, hosted by iTrack, Global OutSystems Recruitment Specialist. Be sure to subscribe and see you next time.